And we are live. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you today? Sailing into Saturday with a hurricane coming. Woohoo! Who's excited? I got excited in a kind of a, I guess, an odd way. This is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, live from Vero Beach, Treasure Island, where this, I don't even know how to pronounce it correctly, but we'll get to that after with two. Sisters, and good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday, sailing into Saturday. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva, reporting to you live from the Circle in North Haven. Today's caption was hashtag sailing Saturday. <coughs> Excuse me, hurricanes, heat, oh my. So, I ob obviously, Carol Susan Vero Beach, I have two other siblings that also live on the East Coast in Florida. So a lot going on with Florida. So let's give a weather hurricane prep update. We, we are, first of all, it would help that if we knew how to actually pronounce it, Isaiah Leas or something. Leas or something like that. As, uh, don't say it three times fast and don't listen to Naughty Boss because I have no clue. As I, not, Isaiah's with a little fling. How about that? Isaiah with a fling. <laughs> I have no idea. And this is, it, there's a little humor to it because, of course, John was up north for a week and Janice is who you chatting with, but that's okay. It's just one of those days. So, who, anywho, John was up north, obviously, and he was actually scheduled to come home today. And we chatted for a couple of days and he said, you know, what do you think about the storm? And I'm like, what storm? And he's like, hello. You know, there's a storm coming, you know, to Florida. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I heard, you know, I heard about it in passing. But, I, you know, at that point, it was really just a tropical storm. So, obviously, this would be our, it's not our first hurricane, because obviously, we're from the Northeast. So, between Nor'easters and hurricanes, we've had them. This would be our first hurricane in a tropical setting. So, that makes it a little bit different. And because we're close to the beach, uh, we are about seven miles inland. Yeah, you know, six and a half, seven miles inland. So we're relatively, I would say that's relatively close. Oh, and, yeah. So, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, we've been so busy impacting others, building up two sisters, training, all these things that we got going on. I haven't paid attention to the news. And to be honest, I don't even know what the, I didn't know what the local channel was. So I wasn't really paying attention until I started to get an alert that they were actually going to change it to a hurricane one. So I did, I ended up switching John's flight, came back home yesterday. And so we picked him up, got him in the day early because there is, a, uh, there is quite a bit of prep work for those of you who've never been close to a hurricane in the sense of, you know, maybe near the water, whatnot. So I understand there is some prep. So of course, our great niece Kelly Hutchinson has been so, so, she's been so wonderful with sending information of the do's and don'ts of what you have to do. And so it is interesting. So I had to actually go out and I, I didn't bring it with me. It's over on the counter charging a weather radio, which, you know, I'm not into radio, so I didn't even know they made it. And this thing is you charge it and you can also, it's, it's also good to charge your cell phones, but it has a crank. And it's, so I, I don't know, I got to figure the whole thing out. I've got to actually spend some time today figuring that out. So 
that was different. So I was on the hunt for that. And then, you know, I was sending, people were giving me information, get this one, get that one. I'm like, hey, I'm going to get whatever they got because I don't have time. I, you know, I'm a busy person. I don't have time to be looking for a flipping radio. The one thing I will say is when we decided to move to Vero Beach, one of the important pieces to buying a home in the tropics, because we knew we wanted to be close to the water, was, you know, making it hurricane proof as possible. So rest assured, we do have impact windows. We have a hurricane roof. So that means that our home, which is only uh, a year old, can withstand, withstand winds of up to 165 miles an hour. So for us to evacuate, you know, we haven't received any of that kind of notice, but we did, you know, I, this was this morning, this morning was the very first morning I actually found the news, <laughs> finally found the local channel, which is a good thing. And so I saw the update, which we now know it's a hurricane one, but it, I guess it became more, you know, more real when you actually see the radar heading straight for Vero Beach, like the, the big blob is coming right for, which we, our area is called the Treasure Coast. And it can, it's, uh, I, I'm not sure how much the Trevor, Treasure Coast consists of, how many towns or whatever, but Vero Beach, right smack in the middle. But that's kind of a good thing because I believe the way the eye works, we are on the Western side. Now we would have probably more of an issue or more of nervousness if it goes more inland. So if the eye shifts over more towards, say, Orlando area, then we would be on the, we would be more on the opposite. We would be on the east side of the damp storm, whatever the swirly, who, who, the round thing, not the eye, but the way the shift of, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah, we, the, I know what you're saying. Because I used circle to of the storm, whatever the heck, I'm not a weather person, whatever the circle is called. Not, and I'm not talking about the eye, but we would be on the east side of the eye, which then that would be a little more concerning. More. So right, now, right now, it's, it's, it's absolutely very light winds of anything. Gorgeous, gorgeous blue sky yesterday and today. The winds are calm. So I'm going to make sure before we start honkering down and moving all my beautiful patio furniture around that I'm going to get a nice good swim in. I'm going to try to get some sun and enjoy the calm before the storm. And that's how I'm sailing into Saturday. How about you, sister? Well, you know, always so much going on, um, <laughs> you know, uh, different projects and just so much going on. A lot, a lot of things I just want to touch upon, the, go back to the hurricane stuff for just a moment. Um, I remember when I was living in Florida, one thing that uh, I think it's Channel 4 in Orlando, WESH, W-E-S-H, Tony Manoffi is the meteorologist there, and I believe he's still there. And I remember say, him saying one thing that really stood out to me. He said, folks, you prepare for the worst, you hope for the best, and believe in that. He said, but I want to tell you, you don't go out into a storm because you're not going to, just because it's a cat one, you're not going to know the difference when you're out in a store, whether it's a cat one or let's say a cat four or a cat five. You're just, there's you no. You not know that. Well, that's, it. well, wouldn't you know it by whether you, you're falling down or not? No. Person, you know, because everybody was talking about, oh, you know, I'm going to go to the beach, you know, see what the storm is like. He's like, there was. <laughs> I, I was thinking of doing that. 
you don't know the difference between a cat one or a cat five when you're physically out in the storm. There's no way to know that. So <laughs> for those that are, are of you that are in um, Florida, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with you. Stay safe. Don't go out in the storm because things tend to fly around and will hit you and knock you down. That is true. So now you just burst in my bubble because I was all excited to go to the beach. Although I'm sure knowing Johnny, he would say, no, we're hunkering down. Carol right. said, we're hunkering down. I'm like, you're going to hear gonna a have a lot of fun. You're going to hear and a I know, And I don't mean to take light of the storm. I truly don't. Obviously, yes, you know, we have to be serious about it. But, you know, I don't know. I dreamt about being a storm chaser. Maybe that's why last night. <laughs> No, hey, I don't at see. least at least I wasn't having dreams of having sex with witches and whatever. Like, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. So changing the subject a little more, what pop? The, yes, there's always stuff popping in my head. Was <laughs> excuse me, love versus hate. Mm, mm, that's a good one. Okay, so here's my take on that. And I'm, I won't specifically say why it popped up. I kind of know why it popped up. If somebody, let's say somebody you love hates you, is that your responsibility to worry about it? And here's my answer to that. Hell no. I still love that person. I don't care if they hate me, if they do hate me. That's their problem. So think about that for a moment. Maybe somebody that, that you love, maybe it's a friend, you know, maybe it's whomever it is, a relative. <coughs> you, if you're feeling that, and I've experienced that, just know that it's not your problem. It's their problem. And I, as you know, I am not a psychologist, I'm not a therapist, but in my own experience, you know, we do have to move on with our lives and enjoy the moment, enjoy the ones who love us, the, the ones that we're with. And so that's just my kind of public service announcement on love and hate. And that is true. And that, you know, that really goes into uh, you know, all aspects of our life. You can love and hate your job. You can love and hate your family. You can love and hate, you know, what's going on in our world, in our country. And I think the bottom root to those that have that hate, you know, in their heart, you know, when you really pull, I always like to pull apart, like you, like words like to pop in your mind. I like to actually pull them apart, get to the nitty gritty of, you know, like a spider web, because it just, it, it, the web, it, the web of, uh, the web of description and or articulation and or definition goes in so many different directions, right? So when I hear the word anger, or I know someone that, you know, has, they're just one of those types of people that has to see the worst in awe, the bitterness in awe, you know, always, always living their life half empty, not half full. And I think the mentality of that goes into rooting of anger. And if you pull apart the word anger, you're going to notice it also means fear. It also means pain. It also means, you know, kind of like a disconnect to a certain extent, a disconnect to maybe someone else's emotion, a disconnect to someone else's feelings, and usually a disconnect to information and truthful information. So I think frequently I got to adjust my butt. You know that I'm on my wheelie chair. I think 
too often those that are not in that moment with them to really understand that's when we really have to pull back in the sense of we're not putting up a wall. You don't put up a wall to, to maybe that boss or to that family member or to that worker, or maybe that neighbor. We don't put up a wall in that regard. I would ask people to put up an invisible wall in the sense of take a step back. Because frequently what you're going to find is that person that has all that anger is really duped is really rooted in pain. It's rooted in hurt. So how do you try to help that person get past that? Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can do it with conversation. Sometimes you can do it with pivoting the relationship, meaning backing away from the relationship, giving that person ample time to kind of engulf in why they're feeling the way they're feeling. Others, you may guide to, hey, you know, if this is taking over your life, this, 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 this turmoil that you're feeling internally, you know, maybe it would be helpful to get some professional help. I often think that most prisoners behind bars, I would tend to think that probably 80% of them, are, are their issues are really deep-rooted in anger or mental health issues and or learning disabilities that are masks that they kind of get through life dealing with that internal anger by kind of spouting out. So if I spout out in this direction, no one's going to really know, you know, how miserable I'm really feeling in their mind, uh, or I'm going to act this way. I'm, I'm going to put that mask on that disguise of why I feel what I truly feel. And you have to have a certain empathy, especially if in fact someone can't get that clarification, get that clarity needed to say, I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to be that angry, that hurt. And maybe, just maybe, if I'm having difficulties in a, in a lot of different areas of my life with relationships, whether it's a boss, whether it's a family member, relative, friend, neighbor, maybe there's a good thing in the bathroom. Because you know the Go, always goes to the toilet. There's a, good, there's a good object in the bathroom. You want to know what it is? Toilet paper. Well, that too. That's always, that's always an additive right now. We, we know that. It's called a mirror. Most bathrooms have a mirror. And what that person needs to do is actually have the conversation with the person, the reflection in the mirror. And that's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to get constructive criticism because sometimes that person will get defensive. It's not that easy to look within ourselves to say, self-improvement, my mindset. Why is my mindset so bitter? Why can't I get over this struggle? Why can't I get over that struggle? And do these, these, these struggles now become a domino effect and a spider web going out in all avenues of my life. So for me personally, when I come across a person like that, first and foremost, I really try to remember the, you know, what I try to live by is living by the golden rule, which is timeless, folks. Golden, the golden rule is timeless. If you don't know what the golden rule is, look it up. It's very easy. Treat others the way that you want to be treated. And when you have that relationship with someone that 
you know, you just kind of want to back away. That is okay. Embrace that. But always remember we're, you know, take, take a step back from the, the, the either judgment and or writing the person off and or ignoring them. And it doesn't mean you have to get dive in and go two feet in, but remember that anger and that bitterness is truly rooted in anger, uh, hurt, fear, and ultimately pain. Right. And, you know, it's a pivot. There's that word that always comes up. It's a pivot in our mindset. It's a pivot on how we live. Because when you look internally in yourself, and this is just my opinion, when you look internally in yourself, some things you need to pick apart. And that's kind of hard to do with yourself because you, you might say, well, maybe I handled this you know, incorrectly. Could I have done it differently? And I think we all do that to some extent, but what we pull out of that is a learning experience. Absolutely, and, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I also feel that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, um, by the way, this water's killing me. Oh, I know. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, Jan and I are doing 75 hard. We are on day six. Mm -hmm. kudos, kudos, cheers. Here's a, I'm cheering with you. Get your mug up. There we go. We did a cheers. And part of that, and that actually I was really kind of explaining it to John, because John's been away all week. I started when he was away and what it entails. And he goes, I think you're really starting to tone up. I go, it's, thank you, honey. That's so sweet of you. And I hope that I, I am, but that's not what it's about. And he goes, what do you mean that's not what it's about? So he ends up going out to dinner. He orders a glass of wine and I order club soda and an extra large glass of water. And he kind of looked at me and he said, you're not having a martini? You're not having some wine with me? And I said, no, I'm doing 75 hard. And he goes, well, why is there alcohol involved? Because you can't even have one drink. And we're not big drinkers anyways, but you know, when we go out to dinner, I like to have a, a, my filthy, 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 extra filthy martini. But I said, no, that's part of the, the challenge. I go, it's, a, it's about mental toughness. It's Iron Man for the brain. So it, it did intrigue him. I'm going to try to get him on board. And it really is about trans, trans, tr you know, transformation of the brain. But there's all these different things you have to do, right? And it's so simple because you know what you got to do. You, the app, you, gotta you have to check everything off. And one of them is a gallon of water a day. And how do you get that in? And, you know, you got to be a little tricky about it because you don't want to drink the water way too late because, you know, like Janice, the first couple of nights, she was peeing her brains out during the night. Uh, yesterday, obviously, I went from Vero Beach to Orlando, had my, you know, 216 ounce with me. And then I thought about, I go, I cannot drink third two ounces to and from the airport because I will have to stop at a rest stop. And during that time frame with, with, with uh, traffic, I didn't want to. And I drank 116 ounce. And I held it till I got home. Not a pleasant experience. So yeah, that is one of the things. What else do we do, Jan, with the 75 hard? Well, we read, um, we have a first workout, 45 minutes. We have a second workout, not consecutively back to back. <clears throat> so two 45 minute workouts. One of them has to be outside. Um, we take a progress picture. We have to do 10 pages of reading. Um, and it looks like typically, you know, what I've been doing with that is something that's motivating, like a mindset or 
um, the one, the book that I'm reading is Don't Give Up. Excellent book, by the way. Um, drink a gallon of water. We always talked about that. And it says follow a diet. Now, everybody knows I don't like the word diet, but we're on a diet every day. It's, you know, eating clean and I'm eating more clean. And that's why my body is going through this. And I'm going to tell you, this has been a very tough week for me for that because my body is really detoxing. And, and it's, you know, for people who have never been through a detox, it almost feels... I don't know, it almost feels like uh, <clears throat> like maybe you're getting the flu, but I'm not sick. I don't have a fever, nothing like that, but you just feel Ugh. and and then I'm glad that you I'm glad that you said that because a lot of people don't really understand what detox is. Sometimes when you start a program, you go through a detox. And I, I have a lot of customers and clients that, you know, when they, they start uh, the nutritional program Thrive. Oh, this is making me ill. I just, I got a headache. I feel sluggish. Like, I, you know, but no, um, actually when you go through a detox is you're getting rid of, you're expelling the junk that's in your gut, in your intestines, and that's been absorbed into your body for, for a long time, because it's not just the food we eat. It's the air we breathe. It's like, you mm -hmm. know, how many of you, how many of you get your hair colored? Bingo. Of course we all do. Well, I shouldn't say we all do. A lot of, a lot of women do and a lot of men do. And guess what? Those are chemicals in your, your scalp. You're absorbing them in, in addition to breathing them. So everyone goes through deep. Now Jan's going through a detox. Mm -hmm. uh, the only problem that I'm finding is the sodium, uh, which I've never experienced that before. Because remember last week, uh, before we actually started the challenge, I went to one restaurant three times because the food was so good. And I, I was like sicker than a dog all weekend long before we actually started the challenge. Felt great all week. So Johnny comes home, we go out to eat. I had uh, steak tips as an appetizer with uh, mushrooms and onions and some blue cheese. Very, very good. We had some truffle fries, a little bit of those. And um, because I'm an intermittent faster, so I don't eliminate food. I just eat one meal a day. And then we had crab cakes and he had one and I had one. Sicker than the dog this morning, meaning my, my stomach is just, and it's the sodium. It, the correlation is, you know, which I already knew when you go out to eat, there's a lot of sodium. So, you know, I have to really, really, that's what I'm detoxing from. But you're like detoxing all over the place. Yes, and this is another kind of simple way to describe detox. So think of, let's say you're eating a certain way, and then you start a program such as this, and then you're, you're you know, maybe eliminating a little bit, you're cutting back. So you have the detox in your system that have been there typically for years and years. So your body is like, and then you start to, um, hold back a little bit on what you're eating and drinking. So your body's doing like this internal homeostasis thing. And it's like, what the heck is going on? So as you're detoxing, which is decreasing and you're adding more healthy stuff in, as you're adding the healthy stuff, your body is also adjusting. And that's part, that's the most simplest way I can describe detox. And a lot of people, such as myself, um, like I said, the, almost like I have the flu, 
you just feel like, you know, headaches, you know, maybe a little, definitely some nausea. And unfortunately, that's part of it. And that's why a lot of these, um, this particular program for me, and I'm telling you, it's hard, you know, and I consider myself to be very healthy. I eat clean. It is hard. I will not deny that. Yeah, and that's what it comes to. Anything worthwhile should not be easy. It has to be hard. And this challenge is challenging our brain to actually have that discipline that is necessary to go after the hard. You can't go after the hard unless you're disciplined. The program's about discipline, about mind discipline, that anything worthwhile in life, whether it may be a relationship, a business, your finances, your love life, whatever it may be, you have to go get it, but you can't go without a plan. You need to be organized and you need discipline. So this is a great way and a great tool for us to make sure that our brains are disciplined in order to be successful in all avenues of our life. And that's what I absolutely love about it. And I'm so happy that you did bring up the different aspects of the physical, the, the physical side effects of detox. Because a lot of times, and that's where the mental toughness, toughness really comes in, because it would really, let's think about it, Jan, it would be so easy for you to say, screw this, I'm not feeling this crappy anymore. I'm going, you know, I'm going back to whatever and right. not do this. And that's the point of not giving up to see it through, to see the hardship through, to see the detox through, to see the, oh, I don't want to do this anymore through. Because of the under light, the, uh, the other end of the tunnel, you're going to be like, I did it. I accomplished it. Mm -hmm. I can push myself more than I ever thought I could. And I think that's the point. We can do anything at any age. We could be healthy at any age. We can have mindset at any age and we can learn discipline at any age because at the end, all those steps are going to bring us ultimately hoping to wear whatever that goal and or vision is. Right. And the thing about easy, why do we love easy? Because it's normal and comfortable. Absolutely. As a human race, love normal and comfortable because it's familiar, because we're used to it, because it fits into our daily life. Normal and comfortable is easy. Dedicating yourself to something that's going to make ultimately down the road make you better as a whole is hard. So easy, comfortable, here and now, boom, today. Awesomeness feeling great that you accomplished a great feat maybe something that you felt that you could not handle that's hard easy hard so guess what you have to choose which one are you going to choose and when i'm at that point where i'm like you know f this <laughs> which no and trust me i have during this whole week oh yeah well of course which one am i going to choose logically i know that Right. But of course, the other part of me is like, no, what if I just had? No, because one of the other things that I didn't get to on the list is no, along with no <coughs> alcohol, no cheat meals. So I was originally thinking maybe, you know, since our, our brother Fran is visiting uh, this weekend, that we would order pizza. Then I'm like, well, what am I going to have? I mean, I could have 
you know, made myself something really quick, not a problem. But I'm like, no. I'm like, oh, I'll just get my pizza. No, because to me, that's a cheat meal. So what have I implemented different changes? Because I do eat clean. So I've cut back on dairy. <laughs> I've cut back on, instead of two cups of fruit a day, I'll have one cup. And typically I have like one half, maybe late, late morning, and the other in the afternoon. Um, I've cut back on, I only do two stevia a day. It was four. So I do two. So there's a lot of things that I have cut back on that you would think, okay, not a big deal, but it obviously physically is a big deal because I'm still going through detox. Although I will say I'm just about over the hump. So, so happy about that. Right. And the normal detox really does generally last seven to 10 days for some people with some fluctuation in that. Yeah. And uh, as you said, um, I mean, this whole entire week, I, I ate pretty bland because of, you know, I'm having these sodium issues. And the way that I construct my diet is I do not deprive myself of any food group, even if it's a dessert, not that I'm a big dessert eater, but because my quote, my diet is intermittent fasting, I eat one meal a day. Now, before the challenge I was doing, uh, I break fast usually between around three. It's when I do my, my three steps, which is equivalent to, you know, you know, around 200 calories per se. So to me, that's kind of like really more like a snack, but that's how I actually break my fast. And generally speaking, I would then have a very light, light meal and or a snack, probably about 45 minutes later, and then eat a meal. And I wanted to make sure that I was really within a 16 to 18 window fast time. What I've now done is I've increased my fast time. I'm usually closer to 18 to 20 hours uh, for, for an actual fast, sometimes longer, 21 hours. And I only have maybe a uh, three, three hour window to get a meal in. So what I'm doing now is I'm totally skipping out the snack. I break my fast around three with my uh, nutritional program, my three steps. And then I will actually have an early dinner. So I'm sticking to the one meal and it doesn't matter what the meal is. Now, because of, of my eating pattern, I generally now definitely go to a smaller portion. So for me to have steak tips, to have crab cakes. Oh, and I also had Brussels sprouts. I had Brussels sprouts, crab cakes, and it was John and I split. They were all appetizers. So we split that. So you can imagine that the, the portions were small. Steak tips with uh, blue cheese, the uh, Brussels sprouts. I had one crab cake and then the truffle fries. And a lot of people say, well, why would you have truffle fries if you're, if you're you know, doing this program? because I'm doing, I'm an intermittent faster. So I do not eliminate any food groups. I just eat smaller amounts and I only eat one meal a day. And I, you know, so my calorie intake is, is quite lower. Uh, but let's think about what I ate. It was all high in sodium. Every piece of that, number one, because I didn't cook it, so I wasn't in control of the sodium levels. We know every time you go out to eat, you've got to really do your, if you're someone like me that has that sodium issue, and this is just literally, guys, this has just sprung up on me in the last two weeks that I've always been sensitive to sodium, but never to this extent. And that tells me my body's in a shift again. Our bodies shift every seven years, but, but it also shifts 
daily on a daily basis, depending on you know where you know are do you have added stress to your life? Are you not getting enough proper good sleep? Are you not getting enough activity? And whatever it may be, your body constantly shifts. So obviously my 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 insides are shifting, and it's not that I'm sensitive to sodium. I'm like hypersensitive now, because you know I was really tracking what I ate the last week versus this week. I had no problems eating. You know, obviously John was white. I wasn't cooking, so I was eating like I would have some peanut butter and some banana. I would have some fruit. I you know. I think the first couple of days I had low sodium soup. I didn't even make the soup. I just got no, like low sodium or no sodium soup. I was eating more broth stuff. So I felt great all week. And then I'm like, hey, I want to go out to eat. I, I, want, I want somebody to wait on me. I want a hot meal other than a can of soup. And what happened this morning? Well, it actually started about 2 a.m. I'm like, ugh. And it's just this turning of your stomach. Like it's, it's like... Well, you know how you, you know, you, always, you like to use a, a lot of boxing analogies because you're, you know, you, you take kickboxing. I felt like there was two gloves in my stomach punching the shit out of it, okay? That's what it feels like. Okay, kick, kickboxing update. The other, the second part arrived yesterday. That bag. Um, this thing is huge. Uh, Gary and Fran are going out to get the sand to put in the base. You can put water in it, but we figured if something happens and it busts, then we have a mess. We don't want that. Right. Um, so I will be posting some pictures later on. I'm like so excited. So we, you know, we told Poppy, um, we, we're going to do a photo op, hopefully with Poppy standing with some gloves on. Oh, that'll be so cute. That is so cute. And we yeah. also want to say thank you to so many people that have been sending us messages yeah. and love, asking about how Poppy's doing. And he is, you know, his spirit. First off, kudos to Jan for, for taking such good care of our dad. Uh, you know, you and Gary have gone above and beyond. Uh, and it's, it's, it's purely out of love for him and joy out of him. And, you know, the one thing that this, you know, I always try to look at the blessings, even, even, even in hard times, look for the blessings. So what this China virus has really brought to so many people, and I'm not sure if really people have embraced the blessings. It has brought our family, uh, we're, we're very close to it anyways, but to have these constant Zooms, and we're actually, uh, it, it, it's so much fun because we, you know, it starts out serious, we get through kind of the family business, and then we get to the goofiness of who we all are. And now, because obviously we always share how our dad is like King, King Champo, champion of UNO, we are going to attempt a virtual UNO game. Yes, and we have it all figured out. Oh, you did? So she's, see the girl, the girl in the controls over there? She's got it all figured out. Kudos. I will be the grandmaster of running the virtual Uno game. It's going to run smoothly, but you know, uh, no holes barred. Like, you know, everybody's got to follow the rules. Oh, this should be good. Remember I'm at the controls so I can meet your ass at any point. That is true. And uh, well, hopefully we get the game in before uh, I do. Believe, right. I do believe we're supposed to, uh, and like I said, it, it, you know, the, the whole term, the calm before the storm has new meaning because like when we were in the Nor'easter, the Nor'easter was coming, you knew it was coming because it was, 
cloudy. It was, you could feel, you could, you could smell the snow coming. You could, you could, the yeah. here, this is just stunning blue skies. Absolutely gorgeous out. I can't wait to like do my 45 outside in the pool and then lounge around. Cause I, I didn't do that this week. We, we've been so busy. I haven't had an opportunity. And you know, from what they're saying, we're supposed to get some icky weather during the week from the residuals of the storm. So I'm like, damn, I got to go out there and get that sun and get my laps in and get my, my workout in beforehand. So we're hoping that this uh, virtual Uno game will get off tonight, depending on when this, I haven't heard the latest track, but I did hear uh, as the day goes on, it, it, you know, it will start to deteriorate. We'll probably see more, more clouds moving in, maybe some, some wind shifts. So we also have some work to do because I want to relax enjoy reams on the rocks and get my workout in and enjoy our beautiful lanai before we got to kind of pack stuff up to a certain degree i guess so yeah. we have a checklist and thank you thank you shout out to uh my sister claudine for reminding me uh about getting the weather radio shout out to my brother fran who also is uh engaged as a volunteer working for the red cross so he's always so good of about uh, giving me information on you know what I need for food and water. Uh, shout out to Kelly, our niece, who's keeping me very abreast of the do's and don'ts of going through a hurricane. And I have so many great neighbors uh, that knew John was away. Had checked in to make sure you know I knew what to do with the garage. I did not. Um, so thankfully he's home and he knows what to do. There's some sort of metal thing you have to do whatever that is, a shift, a bar, I don't know. So, you know, I am blessed. We are all blessed that we have, we're surrounded by people that care about us, love about us, but shout out to all of our, all of our audience and friends and family that have really, really uh, want to check in about dad. He's, and he's, he's just, he's a joy. He's happy-go-lucky, Mr. Happy-go-lucky. And maybe he's going down tonight with that, that game now. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, hmm. He can't always win, you know. He cannot always win. <laughs> well, as Gary puts it, he has divine intervention. He does this, and, and usually daddy comes from behind. Like he doesn't win a game, and then he wins a game. We may play a couple more games, and then everybody has to be on the board to call all or nothing. And he comes from behind, and usually it's typically, and I've only won a couple times. And I don't care. I just, I love playing. Right. I enjoy, you know, playing cards with daddy. Um, and there's no whole bars. There's no favorites. <laughs> We're all out for winning, you know? Right. It, it's, it's a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. And usually Gary is typically um, winning at that point by two or three games. So daddy will always come from behind and he, right before the all or nothing, he does this little, yeah, this little motion with his hands. Right, he does this little motion and Gary's like, ah, divine intervention, you know, it's not fair. So it, it's so, it's a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. And, and I also as well want to say thank you to everyone for all your well wishes for our dad. Um, thank you so much to our family and friends. It's, you know, we so appreciate that. And on that note, we sail into Saturday with love in our hearts, kindness in our minds, as always. And love to my family in Florida. Stay safe. Don't go out in the storm. And I'm specifically saying that to you. I know. 
but you know, that's not going to happen. I, you know, I, I won't go to the beach, but I am, I'm going to try to do a live, you know, outdoors. <laughs> Be like a weather person. Oh, that's great. This is Carol supporting live from Barrow Beach. Yeah, but wouldn't that be great footage? I mean, come on. Oh my God. But yes, thank you everyone. We are so blessed. We are so excited for just live life. Be kind, pay it forward, show, show gratitude any opportunity you have because gratitude is the greatest of all human emotions. This is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live from Vero Beach. The eye of the storm is approaching and I don't know how to pronounce it and hopefully when I do my live, I will. But that's okay. You guys have a great Saturday. Sail into it. Peace out. Hey, everyone. Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva. Have a great Saturday. Thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.